أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل عقدة من لساني يبقه قولي رب أوذعنا أن أشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي ونعمل صالحا ترضى وأصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين الحمد لله على كل حال وعلى نعمة الإسلام Praise be to Allah سبحانه وتعالى for every condition or a state we find ourselves in and for the state of being Muslims it's a great ni'mah that we believe in Allah it's a great ni'mah that we are followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sahbihi wa sallam in surah al-nisa the women it is so beautiful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala began that surah addressing mankind in general but then addressing in particular the men in a way whereby very subtly as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us to watch ourselves carefully Allah begins that surah by saying A'udhu Billah Mishtar Rajeem Bismillah Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Ya ayyuha al-nas ittaqbu rabbakum Al-ladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahida wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathira wa nisaa wa attaqu Allah al-ladhi tisa'aluna bihi wal arham inna Allah kan alaykum raqiba Ya ayyuha al-nas ittaqu rabbakum Al-ladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahida O you mankind do fear your Lord, the one who created you from one nafs, from one soul, from one spirit. And from that, he created its partner. The soul okay, of the partner of the human being is created from his soul. And from those whom he created initially, Adam and Eve, he created a lot of men and a lot of women. Allah. Again Allah says, and do fear Allah. <coughs> the one who will be bringing you forth when he will resurrect you for the day of judgment. The day when he brings you to ask you about what you have done in this world. And he will question you about your next of kin. The relations, your relatives. Inna Allah kan alaykum raqiba For indeed Allah is always watching over you. Allah is always watching over you. So the name that is indicated at the end of this verse, raqib, which literally means that one who is always keeping an eye on you. That one is who is always watching you. Now let us look at this verse in a little bit of details. And I don't want to take a long time. Allah is addressing generally mankind, asking every human being to remember where he comes from and asking every one of those people to always fear Allah. The fear of Allah literally can be translated or explained in the following. When you know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden for you and you refrain from it. When you know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has encouraged you and commanded you to do, and then you will rush to do to, for his pleasure, to please him because it's an indication that you love him. When you have those two things together within your action, that means your iman within your heart is sound because iman can only be manifested by the actions that you do, avoiding the haram and carrying out as much as you can and you strive to do that which is good. 
الإيمان ما وقر في القلب وصدقه العمل faith in that which is being entrusted in the heart and proven only by your action okay now the very thing Allah is asking us because we came from a male and a female initially and the male and the female spirit was one but then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala separated it to create from it the partner and then from them he made many men and many women for this reason Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it a part of his teaching that to encourage humanity to continue okay it is growth men must always seek to marry their partners from the female women and when they marry them okay the main purpose of that marriage is to become whole again because they were once together and then when they were separated why rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said it clearly okay marriage is the completion of one's deen marriage is the completion of one deen if you don't get married as if you have half of your deen within yourself but when you get married you are whole okay and for this reason that responsibility of getting married is upon the man to go out of his way to find the right partner so that he can get married to continue the nest okay or the family and to make sure that he will raise the family in the right path that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has indicated or taught or brought forth to us but one question about the family is the next of kin al-aqarib the relatives a lot of us forget about the relatives we get married we have a wife we have children this is our family in fact the family is not just the father and the mother and the children the family is the grandparents the family is the uncles and the aunties from the father's side and the uncles and the aunties from the mother's side the family is the nephews the family is the grandchildren the family okay is the cousins the family is the distant cousins the family is everybody who is related to you <coughs> through your mother or father whether they are close or they are distant from you Allah said in the Quran a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim al-aqrabuna awla bil-ma'ruf the relatives are the most deserving of your help Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith indeed next to the throne of Allah there is a pillar of light it's called al-rahim it is called the womb okay from mercy that pillar of light keep remembering allah all the time but the word that it remembers allah with goes as follows allahumma awsil man wasalani allahumma qat' man qata'ani oh allah link to you the one who will link himself to his next of kin and cut off from your mercy those who cut off their relationship with their family so it is absolutely important not to forget that we were together initially spiritually and now when we are separated okay in many men and women those who are related to us by blood from our ancestors or those who will come later from our progeny as they say all those people you have a duty over them and they have a duty with you you must visit them you must help them you must support them you must do everything to keep in touch with them and never cut your relationship with them ask about them come together 
for indeed those who will sever or cut off their relation with their relatives in the teaching of Allah in the Quran are described as hypocrites. Allah, when he talks about the hypocrites in the Quran, he says one of their signs that they sever off or they cut off, they're linked with their next of kin. In Surah Muhammad, in the Surah called Muhammad, Allah says, And they cut off all link between them and those who are related to them. They don't want to know them. Now, this is happening today. We need to be very careful. Each one of us, when you leave tonight the mosque, think of your family. Think of your father and his relation. Think of your mother and her relation. And begin to take your responsibility. When Allah said, The next of kin are most deserving of your help, it will be shameful upon you to go out of your way to help somebody far away, wherever they might be, in need, and there is somebody who is related to you, and you are not helping them. In Arabic they say, The Egyptians have a statement to a saying, they say, the door of the carpenter is broken. What does that mean? A man or a woman who goes out of his way to do something, to do whatever good, to help somebody else, salam alaikum, who needs help, but they neglect or forget their own, then they're like the carpenter who goes out helping everybody and building beautiful doors, and his own door is broken. That does not okay, stand right. And therefore, everybody, please think of this. This is serious. We are living at a time whereby we could see this evident. In the Western world here, it is so sad. I see a lot of families are so much broken, the elders are living alone, and they die alone. The only time the relatives are coming to the scene, if they know the deceased, is when the inheritance is divided. Or if they don't know him, is when the men and women who are making money out of the inheritance, when it is declared by the ministry, okay, here in Britain, they go looking for those people. Because once they get them, they will give them their money and they get a share out of it. There is no power nor will only by Allah. This is the worst thing that can ever happen to mankind. Because Allah created us to be together. But when we look at the last part of the verse, okay, as if to say, in order for you to make a unit of a family, of a house, okay, you must always remember Allah is watching over you. Oh man, when you are alone with your wife at home, when you are alone with your family at home, when you are alone with your children at home, the door is closed and the curtains are shut, don't forget that there is one who is always watching over you. Don't do that which will make your life miserable here and hereafter because you did not think that someone is watching over you. Inna Allah kana alaykum raqiba. Indeed Allah is always, forever, is watching over you. He's seeing what you are doing and he's hearing what you are saying. Indeed, he goes further than that because he is understanding. Everything that is hidden even from yourself. Be careful in what you do. So the message for me is to link with your family, is to search for them. Go out before your mother or father passes away. If you have uncles or aunties, if your parents are not there, ask them. Tell me about your relatives. Who is living? Where are they living? When you are thinking of giving your zakah, remember they are more deserving of receiving that zakah than anybody else. When you are giving in charity, they are the one who deserve that charity if they are in need of it. When you are celebrating 
anything in your life, they are the one who will pray for you if you remind them of it. When you are sick, they will pray for you. And therefore, this is the first job you need to do. Research your family. I cannot say it enough. Every one of you should go out and research your family. Who is there from your family? Do you know them? Do you write to them? Do you talk to them? It's very, very important. In fact, if Rasulullah says, a sign of a good child, okay, who's good to his father or his mother, after his mother or his father passes away, he will be visiting his friend or her friend. If you are a good son or a good daughter, once your father or mother passes away, you remember their friends, not their relatives, their friends, and you go and visit them. For the sake of the friendship between them and your mother or your father. That is a sign of a good okay, child. And imagine if it is a relative, how good it will be. It's very, very important. I promise you, there is nothing more important than this. Then, the next point you need to think about okay, is the family that you have, the wife and the children that are with you, or anybody else you are looking after in your home, be good to them, be kind to them, be generous with them, love them, show them the respect they deserve, and be aware that whatever you do to them, which is not appropriate, which is not correct, which is not allowed, Allah is watching over you. And in this there is a message to the men especially. O men, when you take the women from their fathers and you let them live with you in your house, be careful to treat them with respect and dignity. Because if you don't do that, then Allah is watching. And Allah will be the judge in the day of judgment. And Allah will bring you forth and question you about what you have done. Many times we do things that we are not aware of. We are living also at a time whereby, subhanallah, people love aggressiveness. They love the killing and the fighting. And you see it happening in the children. If you bring a nice film or a cartoon to a little child, three, four, five years old, they will just walk away. But bring them a cartoon or a film, there is fighting, there is wrestling, there is killing, there is, they would love it. Why? Because this is the nature of the nafs. In the nafs al-amaratun, indeed every nafs in every human will always command you to do evil, to do that which is wrong, to do that which will bring you in a position of disrepute with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because it is what the nafs is all about. In the nafs al-amaratun, Allah says so. Only the one whom Allah will show mercy to, then he will distance himself from that. So when you go back home, you need to look at how you treat your wife, how you treat your children, how you treat your mother, how you treat your father, grandparents, whoever is living with you, even a servant, even a cleaner, whoever comes, a gardener to your house to, do, to help you, to support you, treat them with dignity, treat them with respect, treat them with honor. And especially those whom you employ with you to help you and support you, Rasulullah yes. encouraged us to look after them so much that we do not say or do anything to insult them or demean them because they are serving Allah through you. They are accepting their position. Are you accepting of your position? Qala Rasulullah Give the work his due before his sweat is dry. You must give. In our time now, we see a lot of the simple, humble people come and do jobs for pittance. And they run after the person. And many times they cheat them and they don't give them their money. They promise them this, they give them that, to come tomorrow, come, and the person keeps coming and going. Really sad. We are Muslims. We believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We follow the master of all prophets, Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he was the man who was sent as mercy to the world. And he encouraged us to be careful. So I will finish by saying the verse 
number one in Surah An-Nisa, although the Surah is named after the women, okay, it begins addressing all of mankind, asking them to make sure that they are realizing their position with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to fear Him, the true fearing, by avoiding what He has forbidden. And striving to do that which will please Him at all times, as much as they can. لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا ما أتاها لا يكلف الله نفسا إلا وزعها okay? to, to make you happy as well وزعها or ما أتاها both of them correct okay? Allah will never bear the soul all that which he gave it or that which it can bear by itself sometimes Allah give you a, some people Allah hold them by, by the hand okay? some people Allah looks at them at all the time Allah treat them with gentleness and kindness. Some of, some of the people, Allah will come and take their soul himself. You see? So Allah, when he loves you, there is no one. Imagine, subhanAllah, Allah is watching you all the time. Imagine Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, whenever you are in difficulty, he himself supporting you, helping you. Not the malaika, he himself. Imagine when you are dying, he himself take your soul away. Imagine when you are resurrected in the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is guiding you to your place to come before him. How wonderful. They say in the day of judgment, there is no more reward or better reward or higher reward or more enjoyable reward than looking at the face of Allah. Faces in the day of judgment will be full of light, shining, beautiful, looking absolutely magnificent. But that magnificent position that they are in because they are looking at Allah. Just like the moon, when it looks at the sun, it looks good. But when there is no sun, it looks dark. So the same thing, the believer with Allah, he looks good. And therefore when we say there are people who have light in their face, that light, not because they went and put a cream on their face, okay, or color their face, or I don't know what they do to their face. That light because of what is in. The beauty within reflects in the outer. By Allah Almighty God, there are some people whom if you bring them normally as human beings from the bony structure, from the way they are created, they don't look as handsome as they should be. But because Allah is with them, they look more beautiful than the most shaped in beauty human being. The, the beauty is within. Can only be reflected by your action. By your statement that you say. So inshallah, we leave tonight this mosque and we go from here realizing that we are members of a bigger community. The community of the children of Adam. The community of mankind. But the best of us are those who return back to their origin and understand in order for us to stand right, we must do these things. Fear Allah secretly, hiddenly, openly, or in public. Wherever we might be, we should fear Allah by avoiding the haram and striving to do that which will bring benefit to mankind so that we can get the benefit for ourselves. And number two, we must care about our families, our relations, how distant they are. And number three, we must watch ourselves when we are in a position of responsibility for our children, our partners. I hear all the time now in this country, a lot of women are being oppressed, abused in the 21st century in a city like London, whereby everybody thinks, wow, the difference between here and back home in the third world, as they call it, almost 200 years in advancement. But how can a man who is living this advancement in technology, whatever, oppress his wife, or beat his wife, or abuse his wife, or his children? 
really sad really sad and that can only be a sign that we who believe in Allah we who follow Rasulullah we must bring forth to people generally the proper teaching this is the idea he has come to you from Allah a light and a clear book the light is Muhammad and the book the Quran that we should read and understand and if we read the Quran and understand it as we just studied this verse and follow the light of Muhammad then people could see that light in us and perhaps things will change may Allah give us tawfiq may Allah give us success and guidance so that we can leave the Quran Allahumma ja'anna hudatan muhtadeen وهدي بنا يا رب العالمين اللهم رب اجعلنا هداة مهتدين وهدي بنا يا رب العالمين اللهم يا رب استرنا اللهم يا رب انصرنا اللهم يا رب ايدنا اللهم يا رب وفقنا برحمتك يا رحمن الرحمين ربنا اجعل جمعنا هذا جمع مباركا مرحوما واجعل تفرقنا بعده تفرقا معصوما ارسل المسين ولا معنا ولا منا شاغلنا محروما وحرسنا بعينك التي لا تنام وكنتنا بكنفك الذي لا يضام واحفظنا اللهم بك وسطط الانام اغفر لنا فضلك الجلال والاكرام وصلي وسلم على سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتح بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين امين جزاكم الله خير